What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, friends, and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. This is Dixie Lovett, the Director of Women's Ministry, and I'm delighted that you're listening in again today as we continue reading in the book of Judges. Today, we'll be reading in Judges chapter 14, and I will be reading from the ESV. So listen along. Samson went down to Timnah, and at Timnah, he saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. Then he came up and told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timnah. Now get her for me as my wife. But his father and mother said to him, Is there not a woman among the daughters of your relatives or among all the people that you must go and take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistine? But Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she is right in my eyes. His father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. At that time, the Philistines ruled over Israel. Then Samson went down with his father and his mother to Timnah, and they came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion came toward him, roaring. Then the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and although he had nothing in his hand, he tore the lion in pieces as one tears a young goat. But he did not tell his father and his mother what he had done. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she was right in Samson's eyes. After some days, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion and honey. He scraped it out in his hands and went on, eating as he went. And he came to his father and mother and gave some to them, and they ate. But he did not tell them that he had scraped the honey from the carcass of the lion. His father went down to the woman, and Samson prepared a feast there, for so the young men used to do. As soon as the people saw him, they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Samson said to them, Let me now put a riddle to you. If you can tell me what it is within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. But if you cannot tell me what it is, then you shall give me thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. And they said to him, Put your riddle that we may hear it. And he said to them, Out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. And in three days they could not solve the riddle. On the fourth day they said to Samson's wife, Entice your husband to tell us what the riddle is, lest we burn you and your father's house with fire. Have you invited us here to impoverish us? And Samson's wife wept over him and said, You only hate me, you do not love me. You have put a riddle to my people. And you have not told me what it is. And he said to her, Behold, I have not told my father nor my mother, and shall I tell you? She wept before him the seven days that their feast lasted. And on the seventh day he told her, because she pressed him hard. Then she told the riddle to her people. And the men of the city said to him, On the seventh day before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? And he said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. 
And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and he went down to Ashkelon and struck down thirty men of the town and took their spoil and gave the garments to those who had told the riddle. In hot anger, he went back to his father's house, and Samson's wife was given to his companion, who had been his best man. Well, here we are learning a little more about Samson. Um, We see very first off that um, his pride seems to be getting in his way just a little bit. We have learned uh, thus far that he uh, was a Nazarite, which meant that he took the Nazarite vows as his mother did when she was pregnant with him. And those vows uh, included several uh, different vows, one of which was that uh, no razor could touch their head, which meant that he could never cut his hair. And we know from what is familiar to us about Samson that he did have long hair. Some would say the strength uh, that he had came from his hair. But also, uh, they could not, uh, part of the Nazarite vow was to not touch anything dead, and also not to partake of anything uh, having to do with a grape, so eating grapes, drinking wine, or anything. And we're going to learn, as we have read in here, that uh, Samson, in in doing what is right in his eyes and not necessarily in the Lord's eyes, um, he is breaking some of those vows. We learn uh, right off the bat that he sees this Philistine. So what is the big deal about him marrying a Philistine? Well, in Deuteronomy 7, um, God told the Israelites not to intermarry with the Canaanites when they entered the promised land. And this Philistine woman would have been a Canaanite. So right there, he is doing uh, things that is right in his own eyes and not necessarily following the Lord. Um, Samson was a great judge. He was one of the uh, last, he was the last judge that we hear about, but he did have this, uh, dis, these displays of this supernatural strength. Um, we learn right at the very, I think it's in chapter four, where his father and mother did not really understand what was happening, but Samson himself Uh, through God, using him, and Samson being that instrument of God, was really had a plan through this whole narrative of weakening and beginning the destruction of the Philistines and releasing the Israelites from their oppression. But we learned that he did uh, come across um, this lion, and he killed the lion, and then a few days later, he goes back to the dead lion, and there's bees and honey, and he takes the honey, and he eats it, and he gives it some. He eats some himself, gives some to his parents, but he doesn't tell his parents where it comes from. So um, I just see Samson is like um, a sinner like you and I. We all have a purpose of that God has for us to do and to live it out, but we are still sinners. The good thing is, is that God uses sinners because really that's all he has to use. Or we, uh, people walking around here, we are sinners. And that is happening here. So God does have a plan uh, for the Israelite people through the life of Samson. Uh, He also, I believe, did not want to necessarily tell his parents what was going on all the time because he knew he was breaking those uh, Nazarite vows and did not want to disappoint them in that. Also, uh, their wedding feast, as it says, they had this seven-day feast. As we know, even from uh, what we know about Jesus and turning water to wine um, at that wedding feast, 
wine was always a part of these wedding feasts, and it would have been here as well. And more than likely, uh, Samson would have broken the Nazarite law of not uh, having anything to do with anything having to do with the grape, and he probably drank wine for seven days. Um, we also understand all of this about the riddle, and we see that uh, the the people that he had given the riddle to, the people, the Philistines, uh, basically threatened his wife to try to find out the answer to the riddle, or um, they would burn her and her family up in their home. So she was very motivated to do that and really quite persistent, we learn. And finally, um, on the seventh day, he told her the answer, which one could uh, say from that is, once again, we see that even though he had this uh, supernatural strength, he did have some weakness, and he had a weakness uh, for women. Um, so he tells them they, um, they solve the riddle. And then it says to us again that the spirit of Lord rushed upon him and he went to Ashkelon and struck down the 30 men to get the garments to, uh, repay the people who had solved the riddle. Ashkelon is a Philistine city, a pretty large one. And so he went in there with his supernatural strength and his bare hands and took down 30 of their men. So once again, um, Part, as part of God's plan, weakening uh, the strength of the Philistines to begin to take over the Philistines. But we see at the very end, sadly, that he, um, in all of his rage, in all of this that he had done, that he lost this wife of his, that she was given to um, his companion, his best man. So we see um, something for us here. When we get off of God's plan for us, even though God can use those situations that, you know, things don't always turn out really good for us. He lost this wife, this person that he desired, uh, this woman that he saw was right in his own eyes. Uh, one of the the things that was really encouraging to me and something that um, I knew from reading over the time that uh, we hear twice here when Samson's strength comes to him, it says that the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and he had this supernatural strength. Uh, so when you look at that, you see that he's going along doing things. He's doing things in his own eyes, marrying the Canaanite, drinking the wine, but intermittently, the Spirit of the Lord is with him. Then the Spirit of the Lord isn't, and then the Spirit of the Lord is with him, and then the Spirit of the Lord isn't. But when the Spirit of, Lord, of the Lord is with him, he has this great power, this great strength. But for us as Christians, as uh, Christ followers, we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, and we have the same power that rose Jesus from the grave indwelling us through that. So we don't have to walk with waiting for the Spirit to give us power to follow Christ, give us power to walk in obedience to God. We have that indwelling us each and every day. I hope that that is an encouragement for you to know that no matter what befalls, first of all, what man meant for evil, God can mean for good, as we see here in Samson's. He's using Samson's uh, failing away and breaking his Nazarite laws and doing things in his own eyes, what's right in his own eyes, to further his purposes. The same thing can happen in our life. Sometimes we just have to zoom out. We have to zoom out and see God's plan and not look so closely uh, at our situation. But know 
that always the Lord is with us through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and that power that rushed upon Samson so that he could tear a lion apart and he could take down those 30 men. We have that same power within us. So there's nothing that God cannot do in our life through our faith and belief in Him. God is faithful. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.